What's up, everybody? Before we get into the episode, I just want to tell you fast kind about our sponsors here at the podcast. First, we got the Grow Guru Hawaii. If you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis, hit up my boy Kale at the Grow Guru on Instagram, and he can set you up and take care of you and teach you all you need to know. And you can stop fucking around with overpriced dispensaries or shady black market deals and start growing your own medicine and you know hawaii is probably going to be rec- legal soon so you might as well grow your own recreation but thanks Kale, for sponsoring the podcast <laughs> fucking next we got pakalolo seed of molokai uh check out my boy bong of pakalolo seed on instagram or pakalolo seed on instagram you can also find their seeds on the attitudeseedbank.com and puresativa.com so once you've gotten all your knowledge and shit from Kalei, you can go hit up Bong and put the two together and make a happy third, which would be you smoking your own medicine. Lovely. Next, we got Retro Designs from Hawaii. My boy Jerry has got you covered in the throwback clothes department. You know, if you're into fucking 90s and 80s styles of local Hawaii clothes, Make sure you hit up my boy Jerry at Retro Hawaii on Instagram. He's also the owner of Campania Lures, so check out his website and look for the Retro Hawaii section. And last and definitely not least, we got Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial of Audible.com. They got a ton of fucking Audible books. Audible? Audiobooks. Right. And... With your 30-day trial, you get one free audiobook download that you get to keep, even if you don't keep the subscription. So once again, that is audibletrial.com black, black slash, backslash voices from the planet. All right, that's it. Short and sweet. Let's get into this episode. Love you guys. Peace. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Voices from the Planets. I'm your host, Eric. Thank you again for joining me this week. <coughs> Hope everyone's been doing well. Still maintaining your level of sanity through the craziness which we call reality. Fucking, we took a break from recording Everyone Knows You're High this past Thursday, which 
in all honesty, is a blessing because I can't keep going hard as I do every week for that podcast. Oh, my God. I knew in the beginning I said I would be going deep every episode for you folks, the listeners. But smoking that much weed and fucking taking that much mushrooms and edibles in that short amount of time, which ends up being a long podcast, really, is fucking starting to wear me down. I'm fucking exhausted the next day, usually, which is Friday, and I got to go to work. So Fridays usually are fucking hell. But Kalei them got a major shipment in on Thursday, so needed to take the time to organize and inventory and do all that shit. So we paused from recording. That doesn't mean we're not going to have an episode. It is out a little late due to some technical difficulties, but that should be out soon. The audio is out already wherever you find podcasts. So if you're into the audio version and you you want to just listen at your leisure throughout the day, that podcast is available on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on the Anchor.fm app and website, and a handful of others. And then the video version is on YouTube. So if you're so inclined, we haven't been seeing much numbers on the audio side, which is fine. I'm pleasantly surprised and happy with the amount of views we've been getting on YouTube, so mahalo for that. But yeah, we haven't really been pushing the audio too much. Like, this podcast, Voices from the Planet, is blowing everyone knows you're high out of the water in regards to audio listens and downloads and streams or whatever. But if you even just look at the video on YouTube, like those blow my audio counts out of the fucking water, which is a fucking great thing. Um, I'm happy to be a part of a podcast that's having such a wide reach and hopefully, you know, making a difference. People are getting information they're finding useful off of the podcast, you know, finding it entertaining at the very least. But yeah, so just continue to follow that and support that. Help out the homie Kalei and fucking Bud Naked doing the video. And we got Turtle Doves doing audio. So your support for that is greatly appreciated by all the crew that's involved that's been making that podcast happen on a weekly basis for you folks. And we're constantly talking and planning and how we can improve the podcast and just tighten everything up so stick with us for that journey so that's fucking happening what else is happening if you live in hawaii i'm sure you're aware of this already but if you're not and you live in the mainland and you're a listener of this podcast you may not be aware that MMA star and Brazilian jiu-jitsu prodigy BJ Penn is throwing his gloves into the race for the office of governor 
of the state of Hawaii. And at first I thought it was a joke, but I mean, a lot of people come up with serious business ideas when they're high on coke. That doesn't mean they're actually going to happen. But it's really weird. It's really funny because you look at the comments. So he's been posting on social media recently about his anticipated run for the governorship. And um, it's comical at best. Um, I don't think BJ Penn, and I'm saying all this with the risk and knowing full well that BJ Penn would stomp me into the ground. And um, but that's not very gubernatorial of someone who would be the candidate for a future office. But I would say don't run for office, BJ Penn. I mean, I don't think he's going to win. Um, however, based on the comments that he's been posting about his run. So let's just first, the first post, one of them was he wants to abolish the TSA. He wants to get rid of the TSA at the airports here in Hawaii, which for one is a federal uh, agency. So the office of the governor has no no real fucking jurisdiction over that. But his justification and reasoning behind getting rid of it is because it was all implemented because of the war in Afghanistan after 9-11. And the war is over. So the TSA should be over. I mean, I like the idea of not having a TSA. I agree the fucking TSA is bullshit. But to think that as a governor you'd be able to get rid of the TSA just clearly shows that he has no fucking understanding or grasp of what the office of governor really does. And then in a more recent post, he was talking about, you know, like people always ask him like vaccinated, unvaccinated or masked or unmasked, like who's right? And his answer from day one has always been they vote right. Because it's about freedom of choice. And again, that sounds fucking great. I 100% agree. But what are you going to, like, what are you going to do about it? Like, seriously, you're going to be the governor in charge of the state of Hawaii. And there's a lot more to the job than saying you're going to get rid of the TSA or you're going to fucking get rid of mask mandates or vaccination mandates. Like, it sounds good. And based on the comments of these social media posts that's he, that he's been making, it sounds like there's a good amount of people that would actually vote for him. Which is even more sad. Because you know what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. He's going to, if he was to win, he's going to run for office, make all these promises, talk all this big game about how he wants to get rid of this and change this and do all that. And he's going to get into office and realize that all that shit he promised, he's not going to be able to do any of that. Here's the thing. Nobody tells you while you're campaigning, like, don't say that because you're not going to be able to do that. They say, go ahead and say that shit because it sounds real good and people will like that and they'll vote for you. But they know the people who are in this game of politics, they know what the fuck's up. So go ahead and run your mouth about all your promises you want to make. And then hopefully you get elected. And then you have to fucking eat crow because you're not actually able to do any of that shit. 
then guess what happens? The people are going to turn on you and say, you promised us all this shit. What the fuck happened? And now nobody's going to fucking like you. So if you want to remain liked by the public, stay out of politics, right? You're At best, you're going to make 50% of the people happy. At best. You know, 50% of the rest fucking hating you or thinking you're an idiot. So my advice to BJ Penn is don't fucking do it. Hopefully there's people in his life close enough to him that can echo that sentiment because you don't want to run for office, BJ Penn. Trust me, don't. Maybe, like, fucking start small. Be like a fucking neighborhood board organizer. Like, show us that you can actually do some do some shit first before you throw in for the fucking biggest office in Hawaii government, the governor. You know what I'm saying? Like, start small, bro. Like, you're just an MMA fighter. Like, hands down, one of the greatest MMA fighters. I mean, was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu prodigy at a very young age. And nobody can ever take that from you. But you don't need to run for office. Just live with that, bro. And I don't, like, BJ Penn has had some personal troubles. And not to say that people can't change. That really shouldn't matter. But just know that everybody you're running against is just going to fucking bring all that shit up. All the times you fucked up and got arrested or on fucking fucking meth or whatever the fuck. So just consider all that shit. You got to consider all the fucked up shit you did in your life. And people are going to be asking questions about it now because they're going to want to know what makes you qualified to be the governor and run the state. Granted, career politicians who've been doing it for decades are fucking worse. You know what I mean? But I don't have any of the answers. You know, maybe anarchy, maybe no government at all is fucking one of the ways. I've been listening to this guy, Michael Malice, who makes it sound pretty fun and entertaining. But I don't know enough to know whether or not one form of government is better than the other you know what i mean but yeah we can all see how it's going now and i mean there's got to be some adjustments to be made to get us on a right direction a better direction i don't know i don't fucking know that's why i'm not in politics because i have no fucking answers But that's why I love freedom of speech, because I could say whatever the fuck I want, knowing full well that it could lead to me getting my ass kicked by BJ Penn at some point in my life. But, hey, if he doesn't run, then he could probably kick my ass and not have to worry about any sort of repercussions. Um, but uh, speaking of everyone knows you're high, before I started on that BJ Penn rant, uh, we have a group... A production crew group text thread going and a post was sent to our that thread regarding fucking Superman is gonna be in a romantic relationship with a man so it was posted on Hawaii News report on Instagram it says the new Superman will soon begin a romantic relationship with a male friend DC Comics announced the idea of replacing Clark Kent with another straight white savior felt like a missed opportunity 
said Tom Taylor, who writes the series. And the the next question after that post was sent sent was, what are your thoughts on this as a DC guy, Eric? Well, first of all, and I explained in the text, I'm not a DC guy. I am a Marvel guy. But that's not to say that I'm not a huge fan of Batman. 100% Batman is my favorite superhero, I guess, even though he's not super. He's super rich. But from ever since I was a little kid, Batman has always been my favorite. However, when it came to comics and fucking collecting things, Marvel was definitely my jam. I never really got into DC until recently, within the last, like, I don't know, five, six, seven years maybe, when, like, the Injustice comic series came out, and then from there realizing that they also had, like, different universe versions of characters and storylines, and I will admit it was pretty cool. I was getting into it. However, some of their characters I still just couldn't get on board with, like Martian Manhunter and like the Green Lantern. It's like some of these comics I just felt like were just poorly written. But like Marvel had the in-depth stories and like back in the days in the seventies, Stanley them were throwing in hints at like ancient alien type shit and. You know, the creation of the universe and parallel dimensions. And they're getting into some fucking far out shit. Like maybe ahead of its time, maybe Stanley was into some shit that we didn't really know about. But all these cosmic characters and shit that Marvel's come up with through the decades. And then DC just seems like they were stuck with the Justice League and, you know, these things. And just little kid versions of characters they already had. Like Aqualad and Superboy or fucking whatever. But then, after, like, looking into and, like, watching videos, because I'll be honest, I never read Injustice, but I knew it was a comic run. But I watched videos on YouTube and the video game, and, like, so I was turned on to the different versions, which led me to just learning more by watching more YouTube videos, because I'm already at that age where I'm not buying or reading comic books so I just watch shit on YouTube. I watch people review them. It's comic story and comics explained and fucking a bunch of fucking channels. And then I started learning about like Batman fucking Flashpoint where in an alternate universe, instead of Bruce Wayne dying, fucking, I mean, instead of Bruce Wayne's parents dying, Bruce Wayne died. The dad becomes Batman. The mom goes crazy and becomes a Joker. Like, that's a pretty fucking crazy story. That's cool as fuck. That one's called Flashpoint Paradox. And then you got fucking Superman Red Sun, where instead of landing in the United States of America, Superman lands in the Ukraine during, like, Cold War Russia. So fucking now they got the superpower, you know, the superhuman on their side instead of the U.S. and how that plays out. There's like a fucking Russian version of Batman in there. It's it's good. So they did have some cool shit. I don't really know. I don't really care if Superman it hooks up with another dude. What the fuck ever. 
it still doesn't help DC be cooler than Marvel. I mean, in the movie field right now, like the MCU versus the DCEU, I feel like Marvel is just like way ahead of DC by fucking light years. The Zack Snyder's cut was good, but still, though, like, even just fucking, I mean, like, Captain Marvel, which isn't the best Marvel movie, is better than Justice League Snyder cut. Fuck it, I said it. I don't know about Black, Black Panther's probably one of the worst Marvel movies that had come out. I'm sorry. That might not be a popular opinion, but it is dog shit. I watched it in the beginning and felt that way. And then my kids really got into it. So we watched it over and over and over. And then I started liking it. And then we stopped watching it. And then I was like, I'm going to watch it again after like, you know, a year or two. And yeah, it's not good. I don't know what it was. Maybe just the repetition and my kids being into it made me fake be into it, which eventually turned into like, ah, this is fucking cool. I like it. And then I don't know. It's not a fucking dig on Chadwick Boseman or anything like that, but just compared to the other Marvel movies, it's not as good. So yeah, we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fucking public outcry, though, from straight white males who are upset that Superman's gay because they can't handle their own gayness. But what the fuck ever. It ain't going to help them, but to each their own. Surprise, there already hasn't been a gay Superman. There's already gay superheroes right i think marvel came out and said that in the loki series that loki's like bisexual but who the fuck gives a shit anyways i don't know why they even have to make it a thing where it's a part of the plot that the sexuality of these fucking characters nobody gives a shit unless they're like boning someone right and none of these characters are boning in these marvel movies so who gives a fuck what their sexual preference is Nobody gives a shit. Let me see some fighting and some fucking action and let's fucking move on to the next one. The next one. So Marvel, what if I think I talked about it in the last one, but if you haven't yet, you should definitely check out the What If series on Disney Plus. This is not a sponsor, but it's a fucking great series. And apparently there's a second season already in the works and there was an episode that's supposed to have been in season one, but they cut it to keep it in season two for whatever the fuck. So we'll be looking forward to that here at Voices from the Planet. Here's another fucking crazy bit of news that I haven't really looked into much yet, but I've been seeing pop up on social medias and getting forwarded in my newly formed conspiracy theory group text with my wife and mother-in-law is that Southwest Airlines is canceling like 1800 fl- canceled like 1800 flights or something like that probably more at this point this is yesterday or today and they're blaming it on fucking weather and whatever other reasons they're trying to come up with but the real fucking reason is because this fucking flight crew flight attendants fucking pilots fucking grounds crew they're all fucking walking off the job because they're not gonna fuck around with these vaccination mandates So there's videos of like lines and people talking about waiting in line for hours just to get their flight rebooked because they're just canceling like crazy. 
And I know Southwest doesn't fly everywhere, but still, though, that's got to have a ripple effect on everywhere. I cannot even fucking imagine. Like, I'm I'm watching these, this one video, and this guy's filming everybody in the line as he's walking to the end of the line. And it's like a good four-minute video, which in an airport, walking in a line, filming people as you pass four minutes is a fucking long-ass line. I would be fucking losing my shit if I was in that line. We would, wouldn't, first of all, I wouldn't even be in that fucking line. We'd go home. But if I had no choice and I had to be in that fucking line, I would be livid. However, it would all be bottled up and stored till later to be released at a not so proper time. But I would fucking lose my shit. Just go, I would leave the fucking airport, man. If you could, there's no point in standing in that line. Because it's going to be five hours anyway. You're better off trying to just go home and do it online. And try to get back in later. Just take the fucking L, son. But I think that's a crazy fucking thing. And another thing that conspiracy theorists were fucking saying a while ago that's starting to come true now is all these videos and pictures of all these shipping, all these ships with all these containers and shit that are stuck outside of ports in Southern California and other places. I don't know about other places, but Southern California was a big one. And it's due to just one, the layoffs because they laid a bunch of people off during the pandemic. And now with mandates and all this kind of vaccination requirements, it's harder to find people to work. So the docks don't have people to work. So they can't let the boats in cause they can't unload the shit. So there's pictures of like hundreds of like Matson and Morisco and fucking whatever container ships just waiting to get in. And I don't think we've been affected here in Hawaii. Maybe if you order shit that comes from the mainland that got to get shipped here, then yes, your shit might be delayed. But we got our own port here. So I think a lot of things come direct here. And I don't think we've had that yet. I haven't seen pictures or anything like that here where boats are not able to offload their cargo but could happen but that's what they were saying was gonna happen all a part of this great reset that's coming right disrupting the travel disrupting the availability and movement of goods and it's fucking happening right maybe that was the whole point of the mandate it's not even just to get fucking people vaccinated that's like cool too for them but really, it's just to fuck up the, fuck up all the industries that they were able to fucking put this mandate on, right? Because they know they know already a good amount of people are not gonna be down with it and are not gonna go along with it. So that doesn't stop them from doing it. They're still gonna go through with it and just know those people are gonna fucking walk off or lose their jobs and just not gonna be as smooth as things can run. So. How's that for a conspiracy come true? They got us. They got you all. <sighs> well, at least I gave you like one week without COVID fucking rants. Hope you all are enjoying your three-day fucking weekend. Uh, Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. I mean, I don't like Columbus Day because, I mean, he didn't, for one, discover America. Other people had found it first. 
Um, the Native Americans were here for a while before anyone else arrived. Um, so we're not going to celebrate the fucking headmaster of a genocide, what, what led to the genocide of fucking the Native people in North America. But I feel like the fucking co-opting of indigenous people's day by the extreme left fucking woke community just makes it feel fucking gross already i don't know i'm all about supporting indigenous people and indigenous rights and fucking honor the treaties you fuckers that being said when fucking liberal fucking momos are posting constantly about indigenous peoples they just it just kind of rubs me the wrong way and you gotta be careful fucking malcolm x said there's nothing more dangerous to the black man than the liberal fucking white or something like that i don't know people think malcolm x was a racist but i don't know he wasn't wrong but um TV show recommendation for you guys if you're into it. Fucking The Lost Symbol on Peacock. I just discovered what the fuck this shit was because of um Instagram actually suggested it to me. Low surprising enough. But um by Dan Brown. It's based off the book The Lost Symbol by Dan Brown. Which is one of three books no, one of four books I've read by Dan Brown. And is one of seven books I've read in my life. <laughs> just, just kidding. I've read more than seven books. But The Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, fucking, what is it? Uh, it's the one about the fucking alien and they lied and fucking, I can't remember the title. It wasn't as good as the other ones. It was different because if you know Dan Brown, he delves into this sort of like, esoteric fucking mystic freemason illuminati type fucking subject matter and um i got into it so there was a time and i don't even know when this was but like the da vinci code was fucking blowing up it was like on everybody's reading list you'd go to the airport and walk around or walk through the airport and see everybody with their fucking da vinci code books everybody was reading it my parents read it. They told me it was fucking good. At this point, I was still sort of getting into conspiracies. But Dan Brown, actually, thinking about it, these books did have a huge influence on me looking deeper into the realms of conspiracies and secret societies and shit just because of the subject matter he was fucking writing about. So at this point, everybody was fucking reading The Da Vinci Code, The Da Vinci Code. And I was like, I want to read it. But I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to jump on the fucking bandwagon. So I forget where I was, but I was coming back from a trip in the mainland. I was probably in like Minnesota, Minneapolis airport, maybe on a layover. And I ended up buying fucking Angels and Demons instead because I figured, oh, I'd read this one. And it said like in chronological order, the story takes place before da vinci code so i was like i'll get into this shit 
and like read this and then get into da vinci code once like the fucking mania has subsided and i read it and it was about the illuminati trying to take down the catholic church and all this hidden symbolism and all this fucking occult knowledge and shit so it really opened up my eyes to the world and sent me kind of what started the path of like my own I don't want to say independent research and sound like a douchebag, but just reading into the truth of things that we weren't really told. And, you know, so then I read Da Vinci Code. The movies came out with Tom Cruise, whatever. Those were good. Say what you want about Tom Cruise at this point. But those Dan Brown movies were good. And then now in 2001, they're making a series of the lost symbol which fucking i don't really remember but i remember it being a good book and it's not like it's about like washington it takes place in the u.s it's not like the vinci coder fucking angels and demons where it's you know zip zip zagging and fucking running all across europe and shit um but i remember it was fucking good i'm not gonna spoil it because i suggest you watch it if you're into this shit the only thing is it's not tom cruise it's some other actor which whatever that's fine i can get into it so we've already watched like the first three or four episodes and it's good i can't remember how far off from the book it was because it's been forever since i've read it but i'm gonna finish it up maybe i'll do a thing about it a podcast show about it I don't know. I got plenty shows I want to fucking do these things about. But first, I got to finish the event. Let's fucking finish what we started. I think we're maybe like less than halfway there. We did like four or five episodes so far together. So let's fucking get back on that. Right, Eric? Right. Let's fucking do that shit. And anything else i don't think so so i will wrap this solo cast episode up kind of pointless these rambles but whatever they're snapshots of time but before i go i will let you know one more time that you can find everyone knows you're high wherever you find your audio podcasts as well as youtube so please be sure to spread your love out and check out check it out on all platforms if you'd like to because you know seeing the different analytics and shit would help us get a better sense of where we're at and who the fuck you guys are listening same goes for this podcast holy shit you should do the same for voices from the planet since you're listening to it right now um also be sure to check out the wonderful sponsors of the podcast the good homie, the grow guru, aka Kalei. You can also check him out at Oahu Garden Supply, where we record. Everyone knows you're high every week. So you can stop by there and check him out, say what's up, see the space where we get down and where all that magic happens. And then check out Pakalolo Seed Molokai. I actually have their shirt on right now um, on Instagram. You can check out Bong of Paka Lolo Seed. Um, 
Yeah, you can find them on the Attitude Seed Bank and PureSativa.com. And then I also have my good friend and brother from another mother, Miko Ferrari, a.k.a. Jerry, fucking with Retro Hawaii. Go check him out for all your stylish throwback gear from the better days of Lost Hawaii. And last but not least, audible.com. Promo code Voices from the Planet for a 30 day free trial of audible.com and one free audiobook download, which you get to keep whether or not you continue the subscription after that 30 days. So. That's audible.com, promo code Voices from the Planets. That's it. Thank you again for joining me. Oh, these have been really fucking good. I've been enjoying doing these solo ones. You know, I don't mind not having guests regularly, but I enjoy this time we have together where I can get shit that's on my chest off my chest and just kind of take audio snapshots of the current time and climate for posterity for future generations all right that's it i will see you all on the next episode of voices from the planets all right love you guys peace